Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Sherlock's podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Polly Sayer, Harriet Russell, and Sherry Andrew. Hi, everyone. Hello. 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 It's, I'd love to say it's a lovely spring day, but yet again, it's not. It's getting <laughs> quite, like, it, there was a point, I feel like in March when it was a bit funny, it was like, oh, when's this going to end? And I feel like it's actually really not funny anymore. It's a bit of a sick joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's very rude. It's, it's really just rude. rude it's so hard. Like, I can't get dressed anymore because I cannot look at my winter wardrobe anymore. But like, you need a coat I'm today. I'm just out yeah. of ideas at this point. Yeah, totally, like, totally out of ideas. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like, is it too much to ask just for a little bit of consistency? Well, I was just saying this to B before we came that I really find it annoying that there's no one to complain to about the weather. As in like, to write a strongly worded email and be like, I so agree. It out. It's not fixable. Yeah. It's not fixable. Yeah. It's just like a, a problem that's Completely never going yeah. to end. Like, like looking for a solution, but there just isn't one. Yeah. I find shoes so difficult, but you've braved um, just like a sockless yeah, look today. and you can tell that my feet are fucking freezing. Are you? Because they're like are pale cold? and oh. ugh. You but, know, and are cold. they really cold today? Yes, they are. Yeah, this is day. it. Mm. So, like, you can't wear sandals. You can't wear anything soft clothes. I'm not wearing boots. Like, I just no, can't. It's not like, carry on using. I just I can't do it to myself. But do you know yeah, what it is? It's because I know it's later I have to go cold. into town, mm. and I know that when I go into town at six six thirty. The weather is like double blobs oh, on the BBC. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't yeah. care that it's sunny at you just 9 a.m. Yeah. I need to be prepared for later. Well, that's why I'm just wearing trainers every day. But like, it's I just trainer. don't only want to wear trainers every no. day. Like, yeah. I, I, there are other. I do like those, those Salomons. Thanks so much. These are my Salomons. You, no, Salomons. you're not on. You're not on a Lux Girl channel. <laughs> you're on Sherlux. But um, she's just bridging the gap. <laughs> bridging the gap. <laughs> to be fair, I bought them before Sapna. So well, who's the real? Who's the real Lux Girl? Do you know what? I just needed a comfy trainer and I'm just not like a samba girl it's really just so not my vibe like mm-hmm. I appreciate them on other people but like that kind of basketball sneaker just isn't really my thing mm. so I was very happy to see a new like sporty yeah I feel like this thing. is quite your vibe mm. it is my like yeah. edge mm. yeah, yeah exactly very cool. a little bit tougher um, so I'm really enjoying them they're, they they tore my foot up for maybe like the first two oh, wearings no but now they're so amazing it really um, yeah. annoys me when trainers rub your feet because that, yeah. that really is so like, counterintuitive yeah, literally right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah the one thing they shouldn't be is uncomfortable like fair enough you know pair of heels you might understand it yeah but. it's all always really different for different people though i can yeah, remember when yeah. i bought my veyas like ten thousand years ago and people were like oh what have you done that for they're so uncomfortable and, and you were fine, were fine yeah do you know what that's so interesting mm. because we so maya's on the hunt for the ms sheep sheep which is which <laughs> c-h-y-p-r-e <laughs> um which is you know the big chunky ms sandals that were a very big hit last summer with the big h and then the big strap like velcro yeah. strap across them you obviously have found them like unbearably uncomfortable yeah yeah i have actually um, and so I was saying that to my, I was like, listen, you know, Polly finds them really uncomfy mm, before you buy them. She said they're mm. really painful. And so we were talking about last summer's dad sandals and I was saying my Chanel sandals, which I invested in last summer, when I say they are like the most comfortable things mm. in the entire, forget any pair of trainers, like they mm. are my ultimate comfort thing. And she was saying that her friend can't wear them for like more than five minutes. Must be your foot. Must be your feet. Yeah. 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 I wonder if like, I've just got quite like bony bits here. That's arch, where they, yeah. um, where, mm. where the sheep are sandals rub me um and but I have spoken to a few different people and they've said yeah like I find the same thing like they're beautiful shoes and mm. I still wear them but like I've never quite broken them in yeah. which is really quite annoying for, <laughs> for, for like that price yeah, yeah. whereas I do feel like the Chanel's you can break in yes I agree but yeah it's so super annoying I know beautiful shoes <laughs> do you ever find that you spend like I obviously bought those Chanel's last year and now I can't even begin to imagine spending that amount on a pair of sandals and I don't know why sometimes <laughs> in some maybe it's just what's going it's on height, in your year surely yeah it must be that just like clouds it's not clouds your judgment but it just like it stops you thinking in literal terms yeah i feel a bit sick about that and i've worn them to death like i don't (laughs) regret the investment Mm. but i'm I'm just not sure i would do the same again this year well what are you have you got anything like on your wish list particularly my wish list is i'm in a place today in particular 
where I would just throw away my entire wardrobe and start again. So mm. I, I'm not I'm not really in the headspace to talk about. <laughs> I just like hate everything. Okay, the few things I need. I really need a casual jacket for the weekend mm-hmm. because a lot of my jackets are blazers. Oh, I've obviously yeah. got this, but I need, I'm finding a, that's a lack, like an in-between jacket. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if the sun arrives, that's going to look wrong, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just heavy. It's just yeah. a bit hot. What about like, you're quite good with like a little quilted vibe. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think I need something more like the Frankie Shop Bomber, but just not that because yeah, there's just a lot of those. But yeah. I love I do love that. Maybe just a bomber of some kind. A bomber. The acne bomber is big, isn't it? That's everywhere. Yeah, it is. And I quite like the kind of varsity look. But again, yeah, the, yeah, the that's cool. Girl, yeah, the Celine one. Although you found an amazing dupe for that at Gap. Oop, yeah, yes. um, at Gap, it was actually a really great one. I, I think it's since sold out because okay. it is such a good dupe. Mm. But um, such yeah. an influencer. <laughs> I, I can't claim it was entirely me. I don't, I don't think it was. But if you'd like to think it was <laughs> me, sure, I'll claim it. I bought some white jeans yesterday. Oh yeah, no, from Ray. Like this some... is. I'm fascinated about the white jeans debate because oh, yeah. I just cannot wear them. Really, but sausage I just, skin. It's just not. Oh, I feel like these are like really baggy. The ones I bought, okay. like really, mm. they're for like yeah. to wear with like a heel, a little, you know, really pointy toe poking mm. out. Nice. They're like quite they're boyfriend. Cool. They're quite yeah. low. Yeah. You quite like a skinny jean. I feel like white yeah. skinny jeans are just not. I am getting vibe. more into wide jeans. I have one blue pair, and then I bought like a darker wash a few weeks ago. But weirdly, I haven't worn the darker wash yet. I find mm. the footwear tricky when you're um, a commuter. I, I couldn't agree yeah, more. True, and that's true. And, and like. That's why you need that little heel poke, which actually brings me to my next thing that I want, which is a new pair of low pointy heels. Yeah. There's a Jacquemus Ooh, pair of them. Yeah. Really okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think you need that little thing pointing out. Yeah. Yeah. That little bit of like, I don't know. I, I, I just hate the whole yeah. like succession esque, you know, trainers for the subway. I know. Debate. I know. Well, mm. hence, but if you're a commuter, it's I know. very The trainers for the subway debate is should you wear trainers like on your route to work and change into It's not really shoes. a debate from succession. It was a um, derogatory remark <laughs> made in the. Um, What's like capaciously, ludicrously capacious? And either Tom or someone says, like, what's she got in there? Trainers for the subway. Yeah. It's like a, <laughs> it's a diss for yeah. us commuting gals. As yeah. in, you're less stylish, you're not as rich, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Right. I know. Which right. I know is just real life, but. It is. Yeah, it's just really hard more than anything yeah. like having mm. to constantly take two pairs of shoes but that's yeah, why again it brings us full circle back to the weather because you can wear a lovely elegant ballet flat like Polly's wearing today mm-hmm. if it's not too cold to have mm, your ankles yeah, up um, you're wearing very nice new jeans today thank you yeah mm. I bought the Citizens of Humanity Ayla jeans which uh, I've seen Monique and Angie Smith um, amongst other people sporting recently and they came back in stock on net and they're just a really good mm. quite barely baggy shape with a big turn up cuff at the bottom, which I think is what sold them mm. to me, which you can adjust, by the way. I think people would have been like, oh, are they fixed at one cuff length? But yeah, they're just great. And you can wear them all rolled down and the yeah. wash is perfect. I'm very happy with them, actually. We were laughing over the weekend, weren't we, about just like, just what is it, half an inch of skin, Literally. how it just completely changes an outfit. And... Yeah, it's so interesting. So I, they, when they arrived, they were rolled up considerably more. And I was like, oh no, this is like fascinating how they looked way like less cool. Mm. Uh, that strange length on me and then just a little turn down just like hitting the ankle a bit more i was like yeah now this these are more of a vibe a bit so. more fashion yeah. yeah um but yeah i just love how baggy and comfy they are yeah. they're like massively man repelling but <laughs> when did i ever care about that sherry have you bought anything recently I have, well, as we know. Yeah, can I say a lot of love for your other jacket? Yeah, You're, you are cute. a jacket queen currently because on TikTok, <laughs> that really? pink, yeah, that pink one. Oh, that's from All Saints. Lovely, oh, come on, very Saints. nice. Lot of, lot of uh, oh, love for that on, on TikTok. Mm. I just love, I love a jacket. Mm. And this one I actually got in Madrid in a, mar- oh, in a flea market. Oh, it was 20 euros. Can you describe it to people listening? Yes, if you're listening, it's like a quilted, it's actually... Um, Double sided, reverse double. I'm not sure about the blue inside. There is like a cream on the outside with this kind of print of a. It's like an eye cash, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And it's got this kind of. Eye cat print. Yeah, it's that style of. Eye cats like like that. Yeah. Never heard of that, but oh, every day is a school day. Cool. There we go. <laughs> and yeah, it's got some little toggles and it's just really comfy. Yeah, it's gorgeous. really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. a good find. Bargain as well. Yeah, yeah 20 euros. I was like, and yeah, they had mean. them in every single colour and matching oh. bags and makeup bags. I was like, ooh. Oh, it's quite overwhelming. Take my money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Take my money now. <laughs> so that's what I bought recently. Otherwise, I'm all over vintage at the moment. Yes, yes. both you two. We your vintage tips. finds. Yeah. My tips would be go so specific. 
okay and mm-hmm. always sort from newest first because uh-huh. that's when you get the good stuff because i feel like on vintage things sell out really quickly yeah. so you've got to be on this if you want mm. a particular zara jacket in your exact size for example you've got to set your alerts be on there and i honestly scroll it like i scroll instagram and tiktok really? see that was gonna be my question are you just browsing hoping to find something you like or are you looking for something very specific you're shaking specific, your head yeah okay. yeah because this was my latest vintage find seven pounds um for those listening yeah for those listening it's very it's a fringe jacket jacket very similar to the marge one the marge one was not in my budget h&m came out with this which was about 49.99 i think on site sold out immediately i had alerts on that but nothing so i went on vintage and i literally put in the search terms like you've just said H&M fringe jacket beige wool because that was the description on okay. the web. So you use that use website. their description. Yeah. Mm. Um, and same as Sherry, I saw newest first because as Sherry explains, like it's all the trend pieces. So mm. you've, these people list them and they sell. They list them and they sell. Yeah. And this one came up in a small, which I was a bit nervous about, but success. And it was seven pounds. That's great. Pounds. Because the girl selling so it had worn it twice before. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. That's and really quit. good. And- can we talk about haggling on there? Because I feel like people like mm. will always try and hag you, haggle you down. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Um, sometimes, but I don't take, people take the piss. Yeah. Really is it, is it like Depop where people are a bit No, no it's, it's a lot so safer. different to Depop. Oh, really? It's very, yeah. I, I hate Depop, safer. I won't use it. Yeah, really? well, did okay. I had terrible experience I've had yeah. identities stolen on me there, too. PayPal's hacked on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too, it's terrible. It's really yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, Vintage really is so secure, you explain. It's really secure. Well, you're, there's this buy protection scheme, so, oh my God, I should be doing the PR. Oh, this sounds like a If you're listening. So everything's really safe and secure, and you don't, nothing it's all on the app so you're never going to be like fleeced um and when you get the item if you're a buyer you have to say yes i've got this yes it's okay okay and then the seller gets their money so yeah. you're never going to be so they hold the cash before yeah exactly right. and they send you, it's really like instantaneous i don't know like all the tracking is so impressive because they send you they send the seller a shipping label and then they track that so they know that when it's been delivered okay. and they instantly send you the buyer a yeah. message saying is everything okay Great. and you just click yes or no and then yeah it delivers yeah. Oh, that's a really good system really you, have you, you've used it yeah, I've I've only I've sold things on there and I've had one experience buying which wasn't great actually. It was a pair of uh, silver Zadigan Voltaire oh, yeah. leather trousers before I bought my um rotate ones and I'd found them on there for like a hundred pounds brand new with tags and they were like seven hundred and fifty pounds mm. new or something Ooh. and I was like, Oh my god, bargain of the century, but they never arrived. Oh, oh no I know, real shame. So what happens then you just get refunded? I got refunded, yeah. yeah, it was just a, like yeah. you know, she said it had been posted and then it just got stuck in like in transit, whether she ever posted it mm. or whether it genuinely did get lost, but it's very unfortunate because I was quite excited about those trousers. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the worst. I know, I know, but I have since filled my silver trousers. The other thing yeah, that yeah. I think <laughs> is so good about Vinted is the seller never finds out your full address. Oh, really? Oh, wow, so yeah, it's done true. It, I guess they act as a full mid amount. That's really clever. Yeah, yeah really they, good. like Vinted are the ones printing the labels. Okay. And so you just take it to the drop-off point, mm. whatever it is, mm. and then they print the I label. Like so yeah. there's it's never like any like, operation. you know, like an eBay or whatever, you'd have yeah. to send them your address. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're worried yeah, about clever. that. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah. Hidden gems. Mm. Good to know. So what gems. else have you got? You got your jumpsuit. I got a jumpsuit. I got these Adidas gazelles in cream. These were £10. <gasps> oh my gosh, Sherry. That's what I'm saying. The prices. Oh, and I didn't haggle. I was like, yes. Straight to my basket. Well, it's that cheap. Yeah, you're not going to haggle down to I'm definitely going to spend that Vintage. Yeah, I, know. I honestly find it like quite a relaxing thing actually I bet. in the evening. It's just like you've got whatever on the telly. Oh, I love it. Browsing with I do that with furniture. I do that with interior. Mm-hmm. Like oh, a yeah, lot like of interior. interior. That's a different is, price is actually, point. Are they linked to interior and vintage? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because like. Is it vintage? Vin- what's it vintage dot? Co dot UK. Because vintage is dot co, which I always find. Oh, maybe it's not. Yeah. So. But they yeah, some good bits on Vin- Vinteria. Yeah, really good bits. Yeah, that and first dibs, which is a whole other price point. It's furniture porn isn't it it's mm. Ugh, sexy <laughs> very sexy um so you bought your jacket excellent anyway that was all a bit of preamble um <laughs> what has everybody been up to recently show you were somewhere it popped off my tiktok where have you been oh i went to madrid for a weekend which was so fun i'd never been before so isn't madrid the best city obviously i like, went yeah. for work last year for mm-hmm. those who remember lou and i went um for bts and it's the best city it's so fun yeah. and i said to tour have you been because she'd been a few times mm. and she said madrid is like the bride and barcelona if you've been is like the bridesmaid yeah, a little younger. bit younger yeah. exactly i was like oh mm, love that analogy yeah. and yeah. it's very classy the shopping 
as you know i mean it's i great, went for the yeah. more like pre-loved market yeah, flea market thing. i actually didn't get a chance we we literally only went to um elkhorn jingles which is what we were going for <laughs> so unfortunately i didn't see the rest yeah. but so that's cool where's so vintage big there I think so, yeah. Oh, it has right. the biggest flea market in Europe. No wow. way. Oh, it's wow. huge. So we were on a tour and they were like, we'll see you in an hour and a half. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. will be fine. 20 minutes in, I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. There's so much wow. jewellery, sunglasses, Amazing. jeans. That's so cool. Jackets like this. Kind of Where like is it? Like stuff. in the city centre? It's in the city centre. Mm-hmm. It's only on a Sunday. Okay. I would say get there as early as you can. Because sure. it gets really crowded. Okay. Right. And then you can kind of go into a little tapas bar off the side street. Okay. Have some padron peppers and a beer. Such a nice vibe. Yeah. So nice. So that was and lovely. where did you stay and where did you eat? We stayed at the Four Seasons. It was very kindly hosted mm-hmm. by Press mm. Trip. Um, but we went to like a flamenco show. Cool. That was amazing. So we nice. had a tour of the Royal Opera House. And we got to see... Um, where they do the costumes and the wigs and like the makeup and the hair they literally make the wig hair by hair Wow. Blew my mind. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Very historical building. That's so cool. And the weather was not like this. It was like 24 degrees. Oh, yeah. Perfection, Stunning. not Ma- too hot. Madrid, I think, is like one of the points in Europe, like Madrid and Seville are like the super hot place. Like, you know, they get hot before hot, everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. 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 Oh. So we had a Madrid guide. It will be live by the time this podcast goes out. And um, I was very pleased to see that a restaurant that we went to, Molde Movimiento, made the list. And I can't recommend that highly enough if you are going to Madrid. It was super cool. Lovely. One restaurant I'd also recommend, this pronunciation is going to be so bad. I'm so sorry. My Spanish friends, uh, La Concine de Frenta, which is um, near their central park. And it was so lovely. It's very small in there. As you know, if you've been to Spain, lunch starts at like three or four, so it's quite late. Mm. Um, it's tapas bits, but everything is, it's mo- mostly vegetarian. So it had like this amazing tartar, which was made from tomatoes, but it, t- it didn't taste like beef, but it had the same kind of texture. Oh, wow. So that was really interesting. Mm. A really nice wine list. If you mm. want just a very chilled lunch in the sun, I would lovely. highly recommend. And rye? Yes, rye was lovely. So I went there at the weekend, um, just for the day. It was sunny. I think it, there's not that much to do, to be fair. Okay. But you can kind of walk to Camber Sands, go to the interior shops and have a little walk around. We went to a fish and chip shop, which was lovely. I was horrified, though, because <laughs> this boy very sadly dropped his saveloy on the floor oh. and within seconds a seagull swooped oh. picked it up honestly the saveloy they was about 10 inches around, oh, they they? Did yes. not mess around. Wow. no and i was like oh i'm not sure that bird should be eating pork no probably but, not. Um, <laughs> part of the natural that was quite uh, concerning but if you're not afraid of birds then yeah it's a lovely yeah, day yeah, very quaint. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> yeah, very um, quaint. you were in lisbon yes i was like i don't think you've been on the podcast since you were last there yes a couple yeah. of weeks ago now it is just remains one of my favorite cities maybe even my favorite city in europe oh, it's oh. just a really great vibe like great food great people you can get to the beach like really mm. easily which is what we did on one day the weather was like stunning mm. um especially for you know this sort of time of year went back to a restaurant called Danoy which I mentioned on my I think at some point that I was going to and it did not disappoint and it was really sweet because it was like our second time there and they were like oh welcome back Aww. you know remember me from last time I was like yeah like, bullshit you don't yeah. remember and then he was like oh yes so I remember you you were a vegetarian oh, to wow. my friend and I was no like way. what like I did oh, not put that on the booking oh. so yeah it was um yeah very good sweet hospitality. good hospitality great cocktails as well and they kept giving us shots which was um <laughs> fun at the time but less fun the next day but yeah oh my god i just yeah if you've not been to lisbon it's just yeah it's a great city. a great city um yeah nice harriet what have you been up to very little to be honest um the only thing we've done is go to the hockney exhibition oh, yeah you know that big installation mm-hmm. supposedly one i really don't know how i feel about those though so this is the big like projected mm-hmm. hockney yeah i think for kids it's amazing Mm. because it makes this stuff like really exciting but if this sounds really snobby if you know a bit about art or the artist Mm. then i think it's a bit i think it is you might say that a little louder (laughs) well i didn't want to it's a bit naff i think think it's probably Mm. i think it's probably designed for people who otherwise wouldn't go and see an exhibition right like it is for children or yeah i think it's entry level which again sounds really snobby but i don't mean it like that i think it's great to get more people interested sure but I think I go to quite a lot and I felt like for me, I was just like, they've just blown these up onto the mm. wall. Like, But I also think even, mm. you know, it might just be that you find exhibitions boring or mm. you do, whatever, you don't like yeah. the crowds, whatever it might be. So I guess it's just a slightly more engaging way yeah. mm-hmm. to see art. 
The crowds is a good point, actually, because I went to something very traditional not too long ago um, at the National Gallery, which is like an Impressionism thing. And it's like anything now. You're stood behind like 15 rows of tourists mm. who all have their iPhones out and are doing like selfies next mm. to the paintings. And you're just like, I'm not really sure this is like mm. what mm. this is all about. Um, whereas this, because it's so gigantic, you don't get that vibe at all. It's busy, don't mm. get me wrong. But mm. like, obviously you're sort of free to walk around well, the space nice. and just feel like immersed in it mm. rather than like looking at one particular thing. Mm. So yeah, I think that's probably a benefit. I guess mm. there's, prob- there's probably an argument that like, who's to say how anyone should I don't know you're not saying this but you know who's to say how anyone should consume art yeah. if there's a way yeah. that makes it accessible yeah. to people mm-hmm. then mm. isn't that quite cool yeah, yeah. Okay. but not for you mm. yeah I don't know that I'll rush especially if it's like something super traditional I think there's a Van Gogh one that's like touring yeah a, on a world tour at the moment and if that comes here I'm not sure I'm gonna yeah bother. That's but you know I can totally understand why if you have little kids they'll absolutely mm. love yeah, it yeah mm. yeah it looks Fair like enough. something you can mm. roll on the floor yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> or a date I think that's quite fun if yeah, you want like a something idea, a bit different a like a fun yeah, that's a really good that's date that's a good idea yeah okay. yeah <laughs> okay next time we need a date excellent <laughs> um has anyone watched anything good Polly, you watched the whale i finally got around to watching the whale yes and i i actually loved it did you really that's yeah awesome. which um because i feel like sometimes a lot of these like quite critically acclaimed films mm. i end up not really enjoying thinking that oh these are it's either a bit slow mm. or like not worth the hype but it's obviously like an incredibly harrowing watch um and very sad but i just found the ending so beautiful i like really really blubbed so Aww. much i just felt I kind of felt like it was just really well done and very sort of sensitive and oh gut-wrenching is probably like a really good way to describe it and yeah I I haven't seen a film that has been so well received sort of critically Mm. like that that I have also enjoyed that much in a long time Mm. yeah okay I really really like it yeah Emma was talking about it a few weeks ago and wasn't convinced but Mm. I feel like it's probably one of those things where it totally depends on like your mood mm. and the time of day yeah, yeah, and just like how immersed mm. you can actually yeah. be. Yeah, I felt like I, you know, I watched it on a Sunday evening, a little bit hungover, a little bit sensitive and like ready <laughs> for a cry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and perfect. I felt like I was, you know, at the, a good point to receive I'm it. Full of yeah, yeah. I would really recommend it actually. Okay, um, I haven't really been watching anything that I'd recommend, but did anyone else listen to Sophia Amoroso on Diary of a CEO? No, I've seen no. it, but no. I saw the Ooh. I saw the headline, which is like, I used to be a stripper. And then for those who don't know, she's the founder of Nasty, Nasty Gal. Nasty Gal. Oh, okay. um, is it good? It It's a wild ride. Really? Oh, really? It is a wild ride. Do you remember the TV show they yes. made about that? What was that called? Oh. Um, it was a really good series. Oh, what was that called? It was with... Um, it wasn't called Wild Child, but it was something like that. Something like that. Girl Boss was the name of the series. Girl Boss was the name of the series, yes. Um, And she references it quite heavily in the interview because she basically says, like, that was, like, the worst moment in her life because... And I didn't quite understand the timing of this back then, but I think it came out around 2016, 17, something like that. Basically, Nasty Girl um, went bankrupt, like, the week before. Mm. I think I did know that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when she talks about it, it starts to feel more familiar again. Mm. Um... But weirdly, this was in my last job when I used to cover like retail markets, like from a business point of view. And I can remember talking to the Boohoo like board when they bought it Mm. basically out of insolvency for like a couple of quid. Mm. Um, And obviously now today, the site is like completely Mm. different to what she intended it Mm. to be. What a colorful life. I mean, she sort of grew up in suburbia and it's all like quite sort of white picket fence, but not as in typical suburbia, Mm. as in like behind the scenes, it's not quite as perfect as you'd mm-hmm. think it would be her husband uh, her parents marriage was quite unhappy and they did eventually divorce and she was a real rebel and it's quite inspiring to listen to in the sense that she talks a lot even today about like not fitting into molds like mm. not wanting to settle down wanting to keep pushing boundaries and stuff like that but you do sort of feel like is she just sort of quite um, one of those people who's like det- like destined not to be very happy. Mm. If you're that always quite a, re- a rebel without a cause, perhaps. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but she's, um, <laughs> this is so stupid, but it makes me think of that number in Hamilton mm. about... <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> okay, sure. I knew you would know what I was talking about. Well, I mean, you're talking about satisfaction. It's a clear link. Yeah. Okay. But that, that is the vibe. She will never be satisfied. She'll never be like satisfied. Hamilton, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really recommend it as a listen because as a business founder, she she is not like typical in so any sense. So what does she sense. do now? 
So she still runs. Girl Boss is like a separate empire now. Right. So what also happened at the same time as the TV series is her book came out and the book was like wildly successful. I'm sure we all remember that like pink cover. Yes, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that book. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, and she's got like a black bob on the cover. She now looks completely different. She's got like long blonde hair. But um, but yeah, so the book was wildly successful and that helped her spawn basically like a girl boss organization, which now does basically outreach. You can sort of be a member of it and then she does like forums and gives advice and goes to like universities and Mm -hmm. speaks and things like that. So from what I can tell on this podcast, that is still a raging success. (laughs) Having listened to this podcast, I'm not sure I'll be taking business advice from her, is all I say. (laughs) Little hectic. Yeah, bit hectic. But I mean, she she's a hustler, put it that Mm. way, and she certainly got this particular business off the ground but mm-hmm. then it is interesting actually she talks to Stephen Bartlett quite candidly they both do about making massive mistakes mm-hmm. overspending and they talk about what their first purchases were oh, yeah and like spending investor capital when mm. you're not supposed to spend investor capital and stuff Seven like this yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean Stephen Bartlett I don't think he used investor capital but he says like when the com- his company made his first profit the first thing he bought was a giant blue slide for the office <laughs> I mean, he was about twenty-two. I was like, no, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, they were, they were. Well, and yeah. this is what they bond over: the fact that they were both extremely young mm. when they became successful. Blue right. slide. I don't think we're going to see any blue slides and shit. No. Anytime you imagine. Yeah. <laughs> tells me not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, fascinating. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sherry, what about you? So I haven't been watching much TV, but I've been reading quite a lot, and mm. I've been into a new book called Reach for the Stars mm-hmm. by. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh music journalist called Matthew Cragg who writes for The Guardian etc and it's all about honestly so up my street is it about S Club is it is it, it yeah that it's it's a that reference so to the S Club song it is yeah. indeed <laughs> and it's about Britpop and kind of like late 90s early noughties and he interviews all the bands like, oh my god like Sugar Babes um Spice Girls Atomic Kitten wow. Five Bewitched oh. so the whole book it's the a golden age what, yeah <laughs> really what an was. era wow. honestly what an era but he makes a really good point in the first like intro saying that there's been so much dialogue and literature about like you know like indie music and rock music and like popular music has been kind of left out of that yeah well, it's not it's not necessarily deemed something worth like cultural analysis yeah Yeah. Yeah. exactly oh but it is um (laughs) so it's really interesting and it's all these bands he talks to them firsthand it's all just one massive interview with each of them and it touches on you know how the bands were formed so you hear about like the spice girls how they came together Mm. what their dynamic was like when they were Mm. living in that house together so nostalgic and then you also hear about some of the bad sides of the industry like for example s club didn't get paid for a long time really lots of managers took advantage because they were really young when Mm. they were in these bands yeah and if you think of like s club juniors who were children yeah yeah. um so they're in the book as well and it talks about people like mutia from the sugar babes and jamila of um i don't know what it is yeah yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) but you she's on she's on um loose women these days though she she is yeah yeah yeah. but they talk about how they face a lot of racism and prejudice Mm. yeah etc so it's kind of like the highs and the lows Mm. but if you're into that kind of music so good it's so nostalgic i'm only a couple of chapters in but i'm hooked i am i saw i can't remember if i read it something recently that you know when something it's kind of like a penny drop moment and they were saying you know how obviously we all grew up with i assume we all grew up with parents who said that your music is rubbish you know our generation's Mm -hmm. music is the best and obviously i think you know that's it's a running Mm -hmm. joke that generationally everybody thinks their music is the best and um it was a commentary on how 
you basically get stuck in this period of nostalgia. So in your teenage years, or your kind of early teenage, your tweenage to teenage years, you are obviously so impressionable that anything that is cultural at that time that you're you love becomes this like deep-rooted nostalgia mm. and that's why everybody thinks their generation's music yeah, is the best because it's the association and it's yeah. that attachment to that time in your life oh, which i just thought yeah. explained a lot yes mm. it kind of makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. it makes sense complete sense it explains why we still love s-club music and why my dad still thinks yeah. it's like the worst thing ever heard, <laughs> you know <laughs> and why probably our children would think the same yeah. but then interestingly like i do listen to music before my time and mm. i'm like Oh uh, yeah, they don't make that like they. So used to do I, like, but like, and I yeah, but I don't listen to a whole lot of music after my time. Yeah, I don't know about you. I don't mm-hmm. like a, a little bit, but I probably stop in about two thousand and twelve. <laughs> Like in terms of my Spotify, oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. yeah. Interesting. So you don't listen to current pop. Chart. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> not ask me. I know. I know we love that song. Was like Becky Hill. Um, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. <laughs> That's the one song. That's the one. <laughs> that is the one post twenty twelve banger. Shout out to Becky. Becky Hill. You might get off by Charlotte Collins. <laughs> Didn't Becky Hill come off the Voice? Did she? Did she? I know. I didn't know this until like two days ago. Oh. I, I'm confused by her status because she performed on Love Island mm-hmm. last yeah, year. She did, and, she? But then equally, she has like duetted with a lot of like yeah, very mm. famous people. She's yeah. like, yeah, quite big time. Quite big. So I know. I'm just confused she by big. But this maybe is what Love I mean. Island then someone said, oh, she's off the voice. I'm like, you are joking. Yeah. There's no one, no way someone get, does stuff with Ed Sheeran who came off no. the voice. I mean, but she's very, not that they want the voice, but you know, yeah. people people do good things yeah. post talent shows. I feel like she, um, She's like talented, like she's yeah, really, she can. Oh yeah, she, she can, can really, really sing. Yeah, definitely. Can I tell you how I really knew? I can't remember. This might have happened quite far into our relationship, so I can't say that I knew that Ben was the one for me. But that like this, this definitely helps. <laughs> was that um, he also he loves a bit of Westlife and like a, like a good power ballad. And um, <laughs> and ben there's a song. He'll be absolutely And there was a um, so David Snedden won the first maybe the oh second God, series I'm of not Fame not Academy. What I know. Do you remember Fame yeah, Academy? Do you remember him? Oh, I used to love Fame Academy. That was elite. And, and that was like there was nothing else like it. There was mm-hmm. Fame, for those Fame there were loads know. of things like no, it. No, Fame Academy came first. Yeah, before like pop stars, the ride. Long before the like... before pop stars, before yeah, anything. Yeah, and um, so David Snedden had a song called "Stop Living a Lie," which is oh, not available on Spotify. <laughs> this is how niche it is. You have to go to YouTube. Yeah. And um, I know every word to that song because it, it is genuinely like a really good, like <laughs> naughty song. And Ben did too. Oh, I know. Oh, meant to be. I think you guys are probably so niche. There's other. also, do you remember One True Voice? Who you've sent me on the yes, spiral now? Yes. So, so One True Voice won Pop Stars The Rivals alongside Girls Aloud. Mm-hmm. Did they beat Girls Aloud? No, there was no. a boy winner and a girl winner. So Girls Aloud were the girls no, winner. I think I think you might be wrong. I feel like they went head to head. Like they they formed these groups and then one actually won it, but then they both got to like release a single. Oh, no, really? I think it was, sorry. I disagree. I think it was... Obviously, all the contestants made the bands, yeah. where, whatever that was. Because like, if you watch it on YouTube, honestly, the nostalgia of watching yeah, the girls get into Girls Aloud. Oh, and Cheryl. Also, Cheryl. <laughs> go, on, go on the Cheryl. It gets yeah. you right in here because Javeen was a far better singer than most oh. of them. Sorry, none of them. Oh. No offence, I know you love Cheryl Cole, but they're, they're all just... No, we both love Cheryl, but she can't yeah. sing. No, I would say Nadine Coyle has vocals. She yeah, carried she that yeah. band. She does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Javeen was better than, than no. certainly um, Nicola. Yeah, and true. anyway, so but Nicola was like sixteen. They were young. They were really, really young. young. Yeah. So all the girls make the cut. All the boys make the cut. Yeah. And then the competition was they both released singles, and it was who would get oh, the Christmas yes, number. Right. That's what it was. Yes, yeah. you are. And right. girls allowed. Sound of the underground. What a song? Best Iconic. Song. Best was of um, one of the time. best songs. Has it top ten. What was what was their one? one the one two no, boys. Like, I follow my heart. heart. <laughs> Sacred <laughs> trust. Yeah. Sacred trust. As far as the eye can see. Yeah, it's a real tune. Real tune. That was what I was guessing I remember to. the music video, like, here, now. Like, I have... I can't yeah. remember last week, but I can remember <laughs> the music videos from the early noughties, like, yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, the underground there, yeah. you know. But yeah. Do you know the one yeah, I was yeah. obsessed with was, was Samantha Mumba? Oh, oh my God, God. Yeah. Samantha What's that? How does that song go again? Um, <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible singer, so I don't want to do it. I used to go to this ice disco at my local leisure centre, and they used to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An ice and disc. they used to play it all the time. The boys from the local school would come. I went to a girls' school. We'd mix. Oh, what a Friday night. Um, I'll always come back <laughs> to yeah. your love. Yes. Absolutely Sorry to true. everyone listening. There's some young girls in the room who are like, what the fuck are they talking about? As well as some older women listening who are thinking, stop. Yeah. So, <laughs> and now I'm out. So um, many. Okay, in conclusion, a book in- worth reading. 
absolutely Love yeah mm-hmm. um we can't not talk about sophia richie's wedding oh my god no. yeah we, we're gonna talk about the fashion we're gonna talk mm. about all of it but i just i'm personally just so impressed with the like launching of a fashion icon in the space of three days mm. yes <laughs> it's been just completely like overnight yes like yes. an overnight success but like i think i saw dr Awoma posting like some kind of like stream of consciousness about her like transformation from like the way she dressed dating Scott Disick mm. versus now and how she's just kind of like she used to be quite sort of sex kitten like very tight mm. very body con and now she's mm. just kind of like chic refined very Chanel very Chanel mm. and like yeah, yeah all, all of her gowns were custom Chanel is that yeah. right all three um, gowns well, of the, yeah all yeah. three of the wedding dresses all yeah three of the wedding dress I'm, I'm loving the little short one the short one is Should, mega let's, let's go yeah. through okay so there okay. was the there was the Friday night rehearsal which was the white with the high neck and I mean I beijing. love that too beautiful I, I think that's my favourite it, yeah. it was two tiered this one yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a great Then yeah. there's the wedding dress itself, which is a lace halter neck. Yeah, yeah, which weirdly is my least favorite. I would say I it's my least. I don't like a halter neck very much. No, she still looks amazing. She, looks, she amazing. looks amazing. Yeah. amazing. Don't get me wrong, and I'm sure the quality is impeccable. Mm. But to me, it just just felt a bit basic, really. I think she was always going to go classic and simple, yeah. and, quite, and quite like regal as well. Mm. Yeah. And then there's the two, the the little mini dress with the flower, which I just think yeah, is amazing. Beyond. I love it, but I think it's a daytime dress. It's a strange after party dress to me. Yeah, and Do the shoes as well. I think it's like very what you classic. wear. To Civil. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I kind of like. Yeah, I agree I think on the it shoes. Works for both. I feel like if she wore like a slight more fun shoe, I think it's evening. Eh? Yeah, I think she did. Is that the try on? Yeah, I think she wore a more fun shoe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And she, oh, I she? saw she had her hair in a ponytail, not a veil, and so yeah. it, was, it was a bit more. Oh, okay. Dressed yeah. down. But obviously, Maybe. Chanel custom made the whole thing. I all mean, three dresses. I mean, love that dress. Have you guys? I don't know if you've seen the video. Vogue did. I, I, I mean, it was also perfectly timed mm. because, like, the minute she walked down the aisle, then Vogue like drops all of this content. Yeah, yeah. So I need to know, like, who's working the behind the scenes on it though? Because, as you say, like, her look before Scott Disakira doesn't say Chanel to me. So, who has got her in there? Well, Do you think it's just a question of Lionel Richie dropping the cash? No, I just think it's her PR team. I agree. It's Friday. Like, she launches this TikTok like oh okay this might be the key this week and it was like this is what i'm getting how i'm getting ready this is my wedding looks it's quite hayley bieber-esque in its content Mm. even though they're very very yeah exactly very different so i think it's completely i mean good for her she looks amazing and this is the time to rebrand yourself i I so agree i think it's really it's like a considered branding exercise yeah she so i have to say she hasn't she's not someone who has really crossed my mind before this week mm-hmm. like i don't really watch the kardashians i don't really know much about them and her association mm. i know she just dates or was married to i don't know no no, no she's she's just scott disick um, <laughs> <laughs> but like i feel like she's just suddenly come out of nowhere because of this wedding situation and this rebranding feels very like yeah like we said overnight like do you guys do you know who she is yeah i didn't know so i follow okay, her i followed her for this but only because she's she's it's not overnight. Like the she broke up with Scott Disick probably like I don't know three or Two four or three years, years ago. ago. Yeah, a few years ago. So and since she wasn't like super trashy, she was just a bit more Kardashian-y. Mm. And I feel like in the last few years, like if you've happened to see her Instagram, like I followed her because she has been much chicer mm. than that. And and Maybe she's I been a bit of yeah. She's bored. A, yeah, I think you should give her a thought. Like she's been a bit more of a kind of Chanel darling over the last few years. Like her and Nicole were at Couture mm, Week. Okay. Like there's definitely been. There's been polish, polish going into you. it, like mm. very gradually. Like there's mm. even a photo of her in one of the Vogue articles where she's sort of kneeling down, inspecting one of the dresses, and her hair yeah. is like scraped back into this bun. And I am just like, you are so beautiful. She's flawless. She really is. Yeah, yeah really. Like she's, she's the best unreal. jawline I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Like as someone who's yeah. quite self-conscious of their jawline, I really <laughs> am. Great jawline. No, 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 but hers is just so chiseled. Like it's yeah. literally so perfect. I mean, there might be help that goes into yeah, that. Yeah, Also, <laughs> I wonder if it's got to do with the fact that her fiance is a little bit older and she's converted to Judaism to marry him. Can I just oh, have... I, right, but I've go. got a big issue with this. Okay, so she converted to Judaism and from what we've seen on the weddings, they had a Jewish wedding, there was a chuppah, the thing you get married under, they all wore, you know, kippot, which cover mm-hmm. your head. But they got married on a Saturday. In Judaism, <laughs> you can't get married on a Saturday. Uh, so I don't know who this rabbi is who married them. <laughs> only a Sunday. Uh, well, any other day of the week, but you can't oh, get married okay. on, on Shabbat, on the oh, Sabbath. Oh, right. A bit like how you like... would have a Christian wedding on a Sunday. Yeah. Like, you just, you just can't. So you could find an incredibly liberal rabbi, perhaps, who would do... I mean, that's obviously what they've done. Mm. But I've got a, just a bit of a. There was some flex there. She it's did all very nice that she posted. She's converted. Yeah, she did post quite a mature um, thing about the I conversion, though, mm. and it felt quite 
yeah it just felt really like it's special like she's really, yeah. really taken to it and really serious it and... she said it's been like the most transformational experience of yeah. her life interesting nice to hear yeah. but also can we just talk about the fashion throughout the week as well because oh so like the get ready with me videos was and i saw somebody i saw like a marketing expert on tiktok actually saying like this whole okay Hayley Bieber does it but like this whole she's got over 8 million followers so and she's obviously famous as well you know she's got very famous father like it's not just she's not just an influencer who's built out of her own merit you know Mm -hmm. it's it's like Nepo baby right Nepo baby but she but in a nice way like not not meant (laughs) to you know nastily um so to have that kind of raw access to somebody of that status is really unusual. Mm. And like in these Get Ready With Me videos, like she's doing her makeup, she's doing her hair, she's putting on the whole outfit. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, it could all be a load of rubbish. It could not be real, but it feels really raw mm. and really real. It's mm. really worth I have watch. to say, I haven't seen any of her TikTok content. No, I well, sound like yeah. a really Give her a store. <laughs> That's funny though, because it's all I've got on TikTok. This yeah, me, yeah. yeah. It's like all, all, I saw all of it. Yeah, yeah, all of yeah. it. Yeah. Interesting. But the blue Kate. The blue Kate dress, did you see this? No. Come on, get your phone out, because it's on Instagram as well. She wore this, a Kate dress. It was kind of like a pale blue chiffon. No way, I neck. did see that. Wait, hang Long on, did sleeves. I? It's mm. just so demure. Mm. Yeah. It's just a real, she's 23, and she's really bridged that gap between wow. being so demure and chic and classy. Yeah. While still feeling young and fresh. Mm. Like, what is that? Oh, uh, yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, it's not flawless. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah, amazing. See, that is very Hayley Bieber-esque. Mm. She yeah. wore a very similar dress to, I think it was the Met Gala a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, she does yeah. wear a lot of Kate as well. Yeah. Um, well. Right, there are shades of Hayley. But then I do think all mm. the, like, did you see on the day before, clearly I have to start this wedding. <laughs> but um, on the day, I think it was the day before, she wore a little tweed, I can't remember what the brand oh, was, it wasn't Chanel. This? Yes, that. Who's the stylist? Yeah, who's she's that? Oh, was it Jamie? Is it Sweet Baby Jamie? Um... The stylist? Yeah. No, Lyat oh. Baruch. Oh, yeah, she did tag her. And, yeah, random. Um, yeah, sorry, I butchered that, that pronunciation. Can we yeah. also talk about, this is Posse, the label, right? Is it Posse? Yeah, and I, I imagine for them, so Posse is like an Australian quite small label and she wore this kind of mm. like waistcoat and skirt cool. set. I imagine for them, in their yeah. offices, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, amazing. They're on Moda, so I assume that, oh, that okay. would be the Maybe. Yeah. Now, I, yeah, I would like to buy that. She yeah. looks amazing. Everyone wants to buy that. This is a bit of a detour, but it is related. So do you guys know who Gab Waller is? No. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like a personal shopper to the stars and she has become quite relatively famous for the fact that she can track down anything. Oh, I do know who this girl is. Yeah, I've seen Rosie yeah, Huntington yeah. Whiteley yeah, all the time. Yeah. tagged her for a Celine coat yeah. from like four mm. seasons ago. The one that she, said it had writing all over it. I and she found it for her and that's what sort of sent her mm. stratospheric. Anyway, I was watching an interview with her over the weekend and she was saying that the Hayley Bieber effect, and I think this will start to happen with Sophia Ritchie now, is she'll know when Hayley's worn something because of what happens on her phone wow. in terms of Request. inquiries. Mm. So she'll suddenly have like 10 requests for the same acne bomber and it's because hey, she'll just know. She's mm. like, oh, Haley's obviously worn mm. it. Interesting. I wonder what Sophia's going to do next. Like, it's obviously the beginning of a mm. plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's creative director of Nude Sticks. Did you know that? You no. Know that she, yeah. I was going to say, what does she do? Yeah, well, it's creative yeah. director of Nude Sticks. She can create it. She's been brought in. A girl called Taylor Frankel is the founder. Um, but yeah, she's been brought on, I think, relatively recently as... Okay. Cool. So mm. her beauty aesthetic ones. is a perfect fit for that brand. Flawless. Mm. Like she literally, when you watch, I saw her, someone do a stitch fix on um, what's it called, a stitch on a stitch fix. That's a brand. That's an alteration <laughs> service. <Not> that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone do a stitch on um TikTok where she was doing her makeup and she and the stitch was like, I love when insanely beautiful people do their makeup and they're like, just like a. She makes fun of Hayley Bieber quite a lot, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. She says, I'm just going to get ready for date night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's like, you're so fucking beautiful. Anyway. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled on what she's up to yes. next. But anyway, I think she's, I think she's probably she's one to like, watch. yeah, and just killed it on the wedding yeah, front. If did. you need wedding inspiration. Yeah. Epic. Mm. She's the gal. Um, all right. Let's do some questions um, before we end. Somebody has said, Ideas for summer interview outfits, please. I mean, you're not going to need them anytime soon, but mm. the first oh thing gosh. actually that sprung to mind was just that white, that posse look. E- for an interview? Yeah. What kind of interview? I was going to say, not a banking job. No, yeah. right, well. well. Sorry, not to you down. <laughs> if you're coming to like... Sherlock to interview, <laughs> yeah. I would be impressed with that outfit. But yes, that's fair. It depends on the industry. Yeah. What do you think, Polly? Mm, I think I would wear a pair of white tailored trousers because smart, but feels a bit more summery. Yeah. And then maybe like... Uh, like yeah. a boyfriend shirt, like a striped one. Cool. Um, with some big earrings, like 
I don't know if you're doing fashion, maybe. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> linen, you can't go wrong. Linen separates. Like, you could do a linen blazer, you could do linen trousers. Mm. Like, you want to be covered up. I don't know. I, I don't I know. I feel, like I feel like it's like... Oh, but I don't mean, like, beach linen. I mean, like, structured linen. I'd probably yeah. stick... Just linen, not I'd, like... Yeah, yeah. I'd probably stick with trousers and try and make sure whatever you're wearing on the top half wouldn't crease. Yeah. Just because then when you're sitting mm. at a desk or whatever, you still yeah. look quite sort of polished. But then the bottom says seasonally appropriate yeah. when you sort of come in and leave. You know? I think mm. it's something you can do a crisp white shirt and a pair of linen trousers. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think actually that works for any industry. And then yeah. we, I think we should talk about shoes because people always get stressed about like summer work shoes. Yes. Like, you know, what's cool? What can I wear? I guess like loafers is always the like mm. obvious choice. But maybe if you don't want something quite that like, masculine like a, a backless pointed flat yeah really that nice. to like, mm. we've to got work? that we've got a pair of nicholas kirkwood backless <laughs> pointed flats honestly they knocked about this office for about six they've been through a lot those <laughs> they're the perfect shoe yeah. they are no, the really perfect are. summer shoe they are white pointy backless Mule. yeah Mule. and like mm. chic just mm. very chic yeah mm. very chic nice. yeah and just don't wear trainers no i'm a maid of honor this summer what's a cool wedding present for my best friend are you a bridesmaid this summer next summer yeah i'm maid of honor yeah oh, next summer. That's exciting. Nice. A cool present for for my best friend, for the bride, for the bride, for the bride. Oh gosh, mm. I I'm also a bridesmaid this summer for my best friend, and I'm going to get her some nice champagne flutes. I hope she's not listening. I don't mm-hmm. think she is, but um, some nice glassware. I think if they don't already have that, mm. some lovely, lovely like champagne flutes. I think she will like that. That's a nice present. Mm. Yeah, that also nice. I feel like that can work whether it's your best friend or whether it's someone you don't really know what to buy for. Like yeah. that's quite is that a, a bit impersonal? I don't know. Like, well, it's a no, solid it's really choice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've got her a few other things, but like, but for like on the day and whatever, like, it's nice. It's nice to yeah. get something for the house together. Yeah, that's a nice. wedding present. Yeah. Mm. Any ideas, Sherry? Um, I think Gigi and Olive have some mm. really nice bits. Sophie Habu and Jamie Lang were married. Was it yes. last week? Yeah. I've been following that very closely. Oh, I have to say, so invested. Mm. Really so invested. I, I think her belt loved. Her outfit. Yeah. She, she looked, looked incredible. amazing. She did. Yeah. yeah. But yes, you're right. I think her veil was from there. So I had a little look on the website. They've got so many sweet stuff, yeah. like, you know, caps mm. or f- f- anything for a Hindu. Or I did see, um, it was actually Tor's recommendation, some little um, handkerchiefs and they have embroidered on them happy tears. Yes. Oh, and I was like, that's sweet. really sweet. That's really, that sweet, for, yeah. really adorable. Yeah. Bride or like mother of the bride. Yeah. I was like, that's so sweet. That's yeah, they just, do you know, it, it really is like a. One stop, one stop shop, shop. yeah gift, look for bridal gifting yeah really good idea yeah. um someone has said how to deal with feeling unmotivated and how to stay motivated in and out of work unmotivated Tally. about work i assume so but i think just generally in and out of in and out of work so unmotivated okay. and hustling. i think you need to make some changes babe yeah. like mm. if you feel, i always find unmotivation stems from feeling bored with mm-hmm. what you are doing um so you don't necessarily need to like you know throw in the towel quit your job break up with your boyfriend whatever but just like introduce something new into mm, your life i yeah. think um to get you excited um whether that's like a new hobby mm. or i don't know like if you're in a relationship trying some new dates mm. or if you're in work and you hate it maybe it is time to have a conversation mm. with your bosses about like what more you can you you, you can be doing or um if they can't give you anything then maybe it's time to look elsewhere mm. Mm, yeah nice. i agree mm. with that harry yeah I have to say it's such a like worthy piece of advice but anytime I'm feeling a bit like just Mm. like lifeless I try very hard to get back into an exercise regime Mm. I know that's like a thing that everyone on this this podcast is going to be like oh god but I think it's like actually an ancient proverb that's something Mm. about like if you want to change your life move your feet or something Mm. and I do sort of subscribe to that every Mm. time I start sort of prioritizing my well-being a bit I do feel different about things Mm -hmm. and it gives you it gives you a bit of confidence. It gives you a bit more energy. Yeah, it really does. It really does. So true. I, totally, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, exercise really does work. Oh, <laughs> Damn it. No. It's <laughs> right. I hate because I'm in a real, like, no exercise place currently. And I really hate that. That's I know that's to be true. And yeah. it's really annoying. I mean, what I will say is it doesn't mean, like, start going to spin or hit or no. any of that really intense anything. stuff if that's not for you. I don't do any of that. Um, I do Rickle and Pilates. Yeah, I think it. nice. it's so important mm. to find something that you enjoy because yeah. if you hate going to a hit class, then don't do it. Like you just yeah. won't end up going. Um, but you know, I I feel like in a good space with my yeah. like exercise routine because I like what I do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I know a few people have started doing 
fluid form. Mm. Yeah, um, I love fluid form. Pilates. I really do. Yeah, I'm signed up to it. Yeah. Bryony Deary as well, um, mm-hmm. all online kind of thing. And um, yeah, I feel like I might give that a go as well because people seem to be raving about it. It's like 20 minutes a day. Yeah. So it's not like you have to commit mm. a full hour. Everyone could do 20 minutes. So, and, so yeah. true. Um, yeah, good for your brain and good for your body. But do you think, mm. does that 20 minutes make that sort of impact that you're talking about? Yeah, but I, it is woven in with other things. Yeah. I mean, one of the most transformative things I did, and people on here will know, I when we moved to this new office, my commute, even though I live so near compared to a lot of people, I think that was part of the problem. It was still taking me like over mm. an hour to get home in the evenings because the bus route is just unbearable. So I just started walking. Yeah, that's so good. And mm. it's exercise yeah. and I don't worry on those days about doing fluid form or anything else on top. Yeah. But then Wednesdays and Fridays I'll do fluid form and then it's Saturday nice. I go to a reformer Pilates like studio to do that properly. So it's all like bits and bobs yeah. throughout the week and none of it feels like an exercise regime. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I used to do loads of hit and spin back in the day and it just did nothing for me. Yeah. Sorry if you like that sort of thing. I love him. But as I said, it's finding out what works for you. Yeah. I I love it, but I completely understand that it's not for everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the effects of hair. I just hated doing it. (laughs) (laughs) It just became a really negative cycle to get into the headspace. It's the mental, like, build-up to it that I just used to torture myself with. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy doing it. And yeah, you feel amazing afterwards. You're like superwoman. But, like, the rest of it just wasn't I just actually would love to never jump ever again. Yeah. Like, I just actually don't need to ever do any form of jumping. No. I'm 32. That's my jumping days are over. Yeah. Like, skipping. Burpees. You have to jump in a big box. Burpees. Jumping in and out, like, in a mountain climbing position. No. no, don't think we're no. supposed to jump, really. No, no. no. I, I, I really wasn't built to jump. That's so true. Anyway, Sherry, what do you do when you're not feeling motivated? Oh, yeah. um, just something really simple, like write things down. Mm. Like if I'm feeling like really like crappy or whatever, I'll just write it down. Then often I'll look back at it and be like, whoa, what was, what was going on here? Yeah. Okay, hon. <laughs> yeah, <you> okay. <laughs> um, and then equally like writing down like goals, mini things, like a bit of manifesting. Mm. I don't really know how it works, but... You know, exactly. Lucky girl syndrome. Try that. See if it works for you. Positive. I think positive affirmations will only breed positivity. Mm. Mm. Damn right. Change your mindset. What about you, Charlotte? What do you do? I. Do you know what? When you were talking about, well, actually, when you were talking about just doing something new or incorporating something new into your routine, I was thinking about cooking Mm -hmm. because I was out every single evening last week, and it just sends me into just like a. No, just like a yeah. Yeah. It's just not. It's so bad for me mentally, and so I'm so looking forward to a week of like you know, not just cooking, but also like tonight I found a recipe on Instagram and I'm going to do the recipe on Instagram. And you know when like oh. you've got something to look forward to in the evening and it's mm-hmm. like, it's better for you as well. Everything everything in life is better if you're just like cooking more nutritious meals, I think, mm-hmm. even just a couple of times a week. Yeah, so that's sort of, that just helps then reset everything mm. as a bit like exercise yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. It's just True. like nourishing yourself exactly. first and not necessarily thinking like massive picture, like jacking in jobs yeah. and mm. relationships. It's just like, what can I do for me to make yeah. myself feel a bit better and, and just then take stock of the situation? Totally agree. Mm. And also to make make it feel like every day is that bit more interesting mm. if you mm-hmm. do feel a bit in a rut. So yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. some good advice. All right, I think we'll leave it there. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening. If you have any feedback, please do email podcast at shillux.com. We love hearing from you. Don't forget also to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.